welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're Max and Nikki. On today's episode, we'll be discussing dating apps. The well, pros. not just dating apps, but dating sites. Why do you always have to interrupt when I'm introducing the topic? You just you did. Don't, I, yeah, but I'd like for once to be able to complete a sentence in describing our today's episode. I know, and then it's like, then you could talk. Like, for instance, I was going to say... you do the same thing to me. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Like, I was going to do this. On today's episode, we'll be discussing dating apps, the pros and cons, and whether or not... Which one is better? No, I know, but that's not... I'm sorry. And if... Which dating apps are preferred and whether okay. or not dating apps are preferred in general but over just regularly you asking You could have gone out. over that after I just interjected and said, not just dating apps, but dating sites as well. And then you could have finished everything else you just said. Well, it's just a matter of you saying, it's interjecting. You could have said that after what I said. But okay, but it, it's not like it matters. What the hell? It's just kind of annoying. No, man. You're being annoying. Anyway, before we get to all that, we got some station business. Um, I guess when this episode comes out, um, our next show will be in Los Angeles on Wednesday, August, I want to say, 9th. What day is it today? Yeah, August 9th. Wednesday, August 9th, um, we're performing... As a duo, Max and I are performing as duo and doing some little person songs and some Max and, and Nikki some stuff. Max and Nikki stuff um, at the Hyperion. It's going to be more of an acoustic kind of set. It's going to be at the Hyperion Lounge in Echo Park or Silver Lake Silver area, Lake. somewhere around there in Los Angeles, in Los Angeles California. Uh, we may or may not be doing an episode next week for that reason because we're going to be in Los Angeles. We uh, might not have time to record an episode. Although it would be fun to do. I mean, right, we, we might be on Trevor's a, house. We might do. We might. We might try, and we might actually uh, participate in another podcast um, entitled uh, "Totally Tell Me," which is our sister uh, Laura's podcast, and her and her drummer Dominic Mercurio. Um, That's how you pronounce his last name, Mercurio, right? Yes. Anyway, uh, so we'll be doing that show in Los Angeles, August 9th, so come on out for that. Not sure exactly when we're going on, but uh, look out for updates. Um, Also... uh, On our Facebook or something like that. Let's see. um, Well, before we talk about dating apps, as we've been doing for the past couple episodes, let's talk about a little bit about Game of Thrones. No, Uh, that was a weird way you phrased that. You said... Before we talk about dating apps, as we've done in the past few episodes. No, I said before we've done talk. We before we talk about dating apps, as we've done in the last couple episodes. I know, but, but the way you said it flowed no, in such a not manner. Not in my mind, in your mind. I know, but I'm the person that's receiving well the what you're saying. You just didn't and hear, as a sometimes you don't hear things correctly, such as the Nancy Wilson lyrics to "How Glad I Am." You didn't hear it correctly. No, but I, but I right. it's somebody else thought no. they heard it too. It's the thing. No, now, no. no, but the way you said it was more like, "All right, as we've done." All right, okay. Wait, no, hold on. Fine. Let me just finish it. You said it more like, as we've done on the past few episodes. But you like placed it immediately after, uh, before we 
to start discussing dating apps. This is like, okay, if you want to explain yourself, get to the point because, geez, I mean, I must apologize over here, but truth be told, I am so tired right now, to be honest. Like, truth be told, I don't know what's going on. I I think, like, I've been taking some new, like, uh, you know, sort of uh, antacid pills, and I think it's like mixing with my antihistamines is causing me to be really drowsy lately for some reason. Well, I anyway, don't actually cr- need that stuff I don't, because I, don't need I just it. need Nikki I, Max, to speak in front of me. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's is making me drowsy. You talking just now was making me drowsier. Drowsier. What the hell? What is these accents that you're doing know. these now? I mean, what is going on? Whoa, you know. Oh, God. Nikki's microphone fell like it like went limp for a second. Probably a Probably reaction cause, to you cause talking. He, Oh, it's actually, I was thinking because you're drowsy, actually. So, like, Nikki's... Nikki's the drowsy Nikki's chaperone. Just, Nikki's mi- microphone went Have limp. you heard of the drowsy chaperone? It's a musical. Yep. Uh, isn't there, like, some famous songs from that? I don't know. Uh, well, in any event, so let's talk about this past episode of Game of Thrones. Episode three of season seven. Oh, man, let me tell you what about this episode. There were some major downs... So a couple ups at the end, but I just... More like one up at the end, actually. Like Super Mario Brothers. I got so that. You didn't need up. to point it out. I already knew it in my mind. Um, this The show is becoming like a lot more fast-paced. I get it. It's like the last couple seasons, but it's making the the dialogue rushed, and it just seems like... You know, I liked how the show was before season six, especially. It took its time. It took its time with things, but nothing seemed forced and nothing seemed contrived right now because they're trying to rush through things so much. Things seem contrived, actually, you know? Well, I don't know. I just... Also, I wasn't crazy about one or two of the acting performances, particularly Bran. Bran was a weird I thought it was a weird choice, and I just thought, you know, people... Just because he's... Just because he's become this all-seeing warg, you know, thing, the, the one-eyed raven, I just feel like t- he could still be compassion, have compassion. People, people and uh, feel- have been commenting on this uh, as if Bran came back from his first semester of college and, you right. know, is very emo and is like, oh, you wouldn't understand. Right. It's like, like, I, I learned a lot. You wouldn't like understand. It's like Sansa was so happy and, you know, felt so, you know... It was like overwhelming. Well, you know, in you a know, way, to see Bran and after they haven't seen each other in years. In a way, you know? this is Bran's first semester of college, and you know, maybe he is reacting how a t- late teenager would uh, react to such circumstances. I suppose, and it was such a weird choice to talk about. Oh, just by the way, spoilers. Uh, I, did we mention that already? I'm just going to say uh, before we move on. I'm just going to to this conversation. I'm just going to say. Uh, spoiler alert! If you haven't seen this episode yet, you we're might want to ta- fast. You might want to fast forward minutes. in this podcast for a About few minutes, minutes, maybe five minutes, and okay. maybe not that long. But um, it was a weird choice to have Bran mention Sansa in a white wedding dress and looking so beautiful. You know, right before, and you know, just knowing that she had gotten raped. Day. Yeah, just she gotten raped that day. It was like if you're all seeing, you should know for sure that that was a horrible day. Why would you want her to relive that in her mind? Also, you know? the way he said it too is like, "You were beautiful that day." I know it was weird. Like, 
It was as if he was some kind of creep. It was also like there was no, and what it is rushed about it is there was no transition of knowing why he, you know, we just didn't see any of like his emotional state change into this sort of, you know, stoic person, you know, it just seems very, for that seems forced. I don't like that, you know. It's like he could have compassion, and I don't know. You know, people I just were think just uh, the writing is not as good as in previous were episodes. Playing against character in this episode, I mean, Daenerys, you know, she she used to be a compassionate ruler, she's a compassionate. ruler, but I just feel like you know she wouldn't care about Jon Snow bending the knee. That's not like her style, you know. I mean, it, it seems like. It, it seems like she would genuinely try to hear out what he's got to say. And rather than, you know, just uh, have somebody plead allegiance without ever having met her before, you know, it's, it's just a little bit of a weird situation. And maybe it's a a purposely a flaw that they're showing in her that she's still, you know, learning to be a ruler and maybe her uh, obsessions lie in the wrong sort of realm, you know. I mean, maybe she she shouldn't be so well. I think keen it's, on trying to overtake the Iron Throne, and maybe more uh, be interested in trying to help maintaining peace fight, in the world, maintaining peace in the world, and fight these White Walkers. Well, I think it's also maybe part of it is like there's an expectation placed on her. You know, she had to make the Dothraki bend the knee to her kind of a thing, you know, and she's kind of maybe has this expectation that if people don't bend the knee to her, she's going to, they're going to screw her over kind of a thing, you know, and she has to kind of assert her power. So maybe that's why she Although does I will that. say by the end of the episode, she does learn her way to, to Cree. I mean, in the sense that Tyrion does give her good advice, you know, he is a potential ally and he's saying, you know, right now we should just do right by him and, you know, it's right. it's really like it's no skin off her back, you know. It's well, like, and it's also this, yeah, this person's well, a potential it's a skin off. It's skin off of uh, Jorah Marmont's back, but not no oh, skin yeah. off her back. Oh, and that was another thing that just seemed like rushed. so rushed. It was okay. He just got cured of this disease that is uncurable, apparently, and there was just after like, fighting it for a couple seasons, and we just. Basically, just all didn't of sudden, all of a sudden he left and it was no big deal. I mean, I, I don't know. We don't know if that's true. Right. Yet, it might but. be foreshadowing that maybe he's not cured, actually. You know, and I mean, if not, maybe Samuel, Samuel Tarly. Tarly messed up and maybe he'll might get grayscale, too. Um, if he does, he should be more wise and get his arm caught up. Oh, you're right. Wrong action. Not everything. Some things seem forced, too. Like, also... I mean, not that it really mattered because they didn't have their whole army army there, but in that scene where uh, they're at Casterly Rock and they're going to fight this battle, and, you know, Tyrion is describing how his father built everything in this castle, except for the sewers. Now, he left that to me, so I know the one entrance that I made that's secret, and nobody else knows it, and it's like... What? How convenient, so that they can get into the castle walls easier. Not that it really mattered in the end, because the whole you know uh, Lannister army wasn't there anyway. Uh, but it just seemed like that. It seems like the writing is just not as good. It's not tightly woven, and things are not as. It's just not tightly woven as it used to be, you know. And I just think there's not as 
great care also is in, in the writing and the dialogue either, you know, like now every, I will it seems say, like not every word matters to them, you know. The one moment of good dialogue and good acting, good performances was came at the very, the very end of the episode end. between yeah. uh, Lady T- Tyrell and Jamie Lannister. Right. Um, you know, uh, Dame uh, Diana... Oh, God, I'm forgetting the name for some reason. Diana, I don't remember. Diana... Diana something. Um, Diana Duran. She was in the, the Avengers, actually. The original Avengers series from the 60s. Oh, I didn't know. Um, but uh, she gives a great performance. And, you know, even in the last words, right before her death... She knows she's gonna die. She still has the last word. So she to speak. had she one ups another one up over here. She one ups Jamie Lannister. She it's tells her straight out. It's tells an, him straight up. You know, it was me who planned, planned to poison Joffrey, and I want you to tell Cersei that. Right. Too, so almost like even in death, even though they got her and she lost in this war. She actually won in the very in her dying words. She still managed to win in that Something, moment, yeah, you know. And that's a very interesting irony, and also maybe a bit of foreshadowing. And too. also, what's interesting about that is um, Jamie Lannister was actually being a compassionate person. Actually, he he opted not for her to uh, for Cersei's methods of killing her. He opted something for something that was more humane. Just which was just giving her poison that would kill her immediately and she wouldn't feel any pain. And yet she told him anyway that it was she or it was it was her who had you know how people say it was she who had done this, but it's actually should be it was her who had done this, right, Nikki? It was she. But it was I it was me. Right. Right? Grammar, grammar correct? It was I'm, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> because I do hear that sometimes, though, right? It was she who had done it. It was I who had done this. Because you, I feel like I, I hear that sometimes. This. But you I would never who, say it was I. It was me. But you would say it was I who had done it. Oh, man, this is a confusing one. I don't know. Oh, we'll have to look that one up. That's for the books, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Go we're take a bit out stumped because books. I feel we, some people, I'm too, too, too do that. It was she who had done it, but you would never say it was she. That was, was that's her. wrong. You know, I think it is. It was she who had done it. But if you're going to say who was who did this, you would say it was her, right? But wouldn't it be it was she, comma who had done it? I don't know. No commas in there. That's for darn sure. Are you sure? Hundred percent. I don't know about that one. In any event, uh, anything more to say on I? And here's the thing: there's only seven episodes in this season. I sh- they better get on the ball about some good, good Four stuff. Four episodes going. left. Yeah, and st- you know it was interesting. Everything was so fast paced. A lot happened actually in this episode, but it seemed like nothing happened because they didn't take their time, and we didn't even get to see any battles. Really, it was just like. But it wasn't not that they were important, but it just seemed like, I don't know. It just didn't seem like very a very good episode of TV. You know. Right, and uh, speaking of which, Twin Peaks. You oh, know, Twin Peaks. Last yeah, right. week's episode oh, if was you're, great. Yes, by the way, spoiler alert for Twin Peaks, too, right now. Last week's episode was great. This well, I thought it was week, funny. This yeah, past week's was episode great. was... I mean, I literally was falling asleep trying to stay up during the episode because it was 
so boring. I gotta say, nothing happened. It actually. was pretty, although we did talk about an episode of television we where finally really nothing happened. We finally saw Audrey, uh, Audrey Horn. That's true, but that scene, but that was, scene like was so boring, painful to watch. I mean, it was, so it was kind of funny. This it. husband of hers looks very funny. Uh-huh. It's a funny character, but how did God, she get into the situation? This, actually, married drew, to that guy, right? But they drew this out for so long. It was just like, gosh darn it, I cannot do it anymore. Now, uh, I think that's all we have to say on these. Well, you know, I mean, real quick, you know, Brent says, you know, the reason why David Lynch takes time on things, like uh, maybe a seemingly unnecessary time on things, is he's very into transcendental med- meditation and maybe just kind of focusing on a specific thing for a very long time is experiencing it in some other kind of way. I don't know. Oh, by the way, uh, Max finally saw the whole series. He actually saw the whole series of left the leftovers. Um, me, this is me, Max speaking right now. And I saw the last episode and I gotta say, there are some really good episodes in this series, especially the, you know, last few episodes of season two. Uh, and there's some season, some episodes in season three that are really good too. Uh, how do I feel about the some end? Some great uh, acting performances, right? And but, writing, just in this show, I mean, right? So, by gosh, truth, truly. Well, it's just kind of a good transition because uh, what's his name that wrote it? Made it? Damon Lindelof. Damon Lindelof. Lindelof. Yeah, he's influenced a bit by David Lynch, and there's some uncertainty about what you know. We're never answered, you know, the grand question of why any of this happened in the leftovers. But we're um, meant to let but not the mystery that, be, but as the less music the mystery says. Be. Um, uh, yeah, uh, how do I feel about the last episode? I guess it's okay. I, at, there's a point where I just kind of started feeling like, okay, there's a bit too much crying in this series. I mean, well, I don't think you would feel that way if you didn't watch it every episode, you know, Back to back, you know. Perhaps like I, I, you know, I, I literally watched this show from the beginning since it premiered, and I've been watching it progress week by week since it came out. And you know, after season one, I had to wait a year. After season two, I had to wait a year and a half. I mean, I know there's a lot of crying, but it doesn't seem like so much when you have these long periods of gap. And the way it's supposed to meant right. to be watched, you know. But not- even so, that's not my main complaint. I guess. I don't know. I didn't feel quite the way you did at the end of the episode. The last episode. The last episode. Well, I thought the I mean, episode I watched was, it again, and maybe I felt a little no, bit different about I, it. I, I felt the same way as you. I felt like uh, this wasn't my favorite episode, but then I thought about it more and realized how cool it was at the end. You, you know, I really like the idea that, you know, it's kind of about love. I know, but... Uh, you know, Anyways, I, I like the idea. It. I just am not quite there, sure. Right, right. I mean, the execution, maybe it was good. It was good. You know? All right. Well, uh, it was uh, a great, a great of, series, though. By the way, in of, all, in general, great series. Speaking of love, can one find love on a dating app? Okay, which is uh, our on topic to our discussion. Um, well, certainly you can find love sure, on a dating uh, app. I mean, or um, or a dating website. Uh, one I've of our older brothers, oldest friends, he. Met his wife on a dating app, or yeah, it was Who's a dating. That? It was a dating website actually. Uh, I don't want to name names right now. I'm just trying to think who that was. Well, in any event, uh, yeah, one of his oldest friends. 
Well, since college. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, well, also, you know, we have another friend who met somebody off of Match.com, actually. Uh, somebody from Cobbs that I used to work with. Um, who is that? Oh, yeah. Do they care about their name being mentioned? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. So I won't mention it. But, I mean, you know, these things work sometimes. Oh, is it start with an L? Yeah. Oh. Um, gotcha. Sometimes these things work, and it, you know, I will say, you know, Max might not agree with this. I I have tried, been using dating apps for a little bit of time now. Now it's hard to actually find a match on them, um, especially because me, Nikki, I'm very specific with my tastes. Um, but you know, I will say. If it works, it works. I mean, I know it might seem less romantic to find somebody on a dating app, but I'm sure that... Um, Did you just fart? Or is that the floor? Edit that out. <laughs> so you did. Yes. I'm sure that uh, maybe people felt the same way, like, um, you know, years ago, talking with somebody on the phone was unromantic, you know, in the same way that we might think texting with somebody is unromantic. I mean, look at the movie You've Got Mel, you know. It's a romantic movie. Yeah, I know. That's not... That's not my problem. It's not even about the romance aspect of it, but there's something uh, about living in the moment of spontaneity. Of I saw a girl that I want to go ask out, and I'm going to go up to her and ask her out and there's something in that interaction well, that's more could, human in a you way. You could do that too. It's less robotic. You could I'm do not that using too. some sort of I'm not using some sort of algorithm to figure out who my match is or it's not robotic, it's real, it's human, you know. It, you could do that too. I mean, you know, why the only reason you would go up to a girl in the first place is if you thought they were physically attractive. Sure. Um because you have no another thing no other reason to go up to them. Okay, and it's the same way with how as how Tinder works. Actually, that n- incorrect. Actually, Why? because you're actually engaging in a conversation with that person. You're actually going up to them instead of Tinder. It's you're already on Tinder. You're already expected that, or people are going to ask you out. And it's also expected. It's there's an expectation already. There's something in that unexpected quality of. Wow, I just saw a girl randomly or a guy and and you just and it's unexpected and you're like, "Oh, I and there's a moment it makes you feel something inside. You're like, "Oh, should I go do this or should I not?" you know, and and you're you know, at least if you're someone like me, you know, going up and asking that person out, you finally you know, you you ask this girl out and it's you're conquering your nerves. I, I get a little nervous oh, doing it, look. and you conquer your nerves. And, and not, even just the idea of doing it, for me at least, it makes me feel how it makes me give me a feather in my cap. And even if she says no, I, it, it bolsters my confidence a little bit of just the mere fact that I conquered my fear of doing that. Yeah, there's sure. always an innate fear well, of okay. talking to a stranger. I know, you know, but this is, you're not making not a for everybody, case. but. Because yes, I am. Because it makes me feel something. You're not making a strong case. Let me tell you why. Because it's obviously that is an ideal circumstance, but that's not always going to happen. You know, you're not. You know, 
how often have you done that? I mean, um, you and I have probably done that more often than most people would be willing to do that because it's a very uh, nerve-wracking thing to do, to ask out a random person on the subway or for something like that or something like that. But, I mean, you know, this isn't to say that, you know, using a dating app or or Tinder or something like that, it's just another way of trying to find somebody, you know? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying... Sure. I'm I not mean, saying... it's not going to be... It's obviously not as good as meeting somebody in person, but if that's not the way you met somebody, then so be it. I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, if you want to go do it, I'm just talking my own personal taste in it. I just I, don't, I don't feel... think it should prevent you from doing, you know, opting to try these different other methods out. You I know? don't know. There's just something about it that makes me feel like I'm giving up somehow. I'm giving up on... Uh, giving up on what's out there in the world. It's kind of like, you know, it's like the reason we have, we don't have smartphones, you know, it's like, I I want to be, I I want to experience the world, you know what I mean? And part of that is that first engagement of speaking with that person, of asking them out, you know, when you go on a date, that's part of it, you know? And you're like, you lose that part of it, and that means something to me, you know? Uh, no, you know, just... Don't you agree with that? I, to a degree, yeah. But, I mean, it's like, it's it's not... It, you know, sometimes you'll match with people on these dating apps or websites. It doesn't mean you're... They're going to be receptive to ask, you asking them out anyway, actually. I'm not they, saying they that, a, but... A lot of times, they just want to feel good about themselves that, oh, I was liked by this other person for my physical beauty somehow. Um, and that's all they really want, you know? They want that validation. But, um, if you know, you have to get to a point to ask out the person, and that requires a little bit of confidence, too. Obviously, no, not it as doesn't. much. Yes, it does. You don't know. You haven't tried it. It, and it takes confidence to ask somebody out on a dating website? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, how? Because you just don't do it. You don't want to do it right away. It seems a little like brash. Or you can. Why? You What's can the do, point? It's a dating website. You can, I don't understand. You can do it right away, and that's that's fine too. Um, yeah, I'm but there's saying, something. It's not. It's there's it's, something. Okay, that's, it, it makes something impetuous and impulse or spontaneous. Why you? You're you're. See, I think your approach is wrong. Where you're comparing it to real life. You know asking out somebody in real life exactly which is fine that's my is, point no listen that's my point no, it's real I know, life but <laughs> it makes me in, feel alive in, no not what you know what i mean in real life in in like no but you're not saying, over the internet that's it, you're saying it right there then no, and there max you're you're being wrong in this instance in, in the sense that you're just you're you're putting up walls almost it's like why not try to meet up people in you know the technology is given us an opportunity to meet people who we might not have normally met in the past, you know? So why settle for less when you have more possibilities at your fingertips, you know? I, I mean, don't know. It's, it's just, like I, you can you can still ask out, you know, people in, you know, in person, but this just gives you another opportunity to see what else is out there, you know? Maybe you're right. I just, there's some part of me that feels like I'm giving up somehow on, on, because 
There's well, you know, stubbornness is, is a quality, an unattractive quality, and that no, it's not really, being stubborn. It's just because I agree. I understand what you're saying. I agree with you, and go use it. Do it. I, 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 I wholeheartedly, uh, you know, think you should do it. It's just more on a personal level. I just don't feel. There's, you know, there's plenty of fish in the sea already out there, and it's like, I, I don't know, I just, there's something about it that I just... Um, are, are there, though? Because I don't right. see you going out with girls all the time. It's so true, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you're right, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Uh, it's like, even like... Uh, I'm picky, though, that's you know, what I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, I spend a lot of time in, I work in Soho in New York and there's a lot of like straight up just fashion models in that area all the time and they're very beautiful, but I've been able to interact with them and the way they are, I mean, not, I I know I'm generalizing here because they're not all like that, but there's a, a good amount of them that, you know, their personalities are not, you know, What's your point? What is the point here? What are you trying to say? So what I'm trying to say is that... um, Oh, you're trying to say if if there were an app that would make it easier to to weed out these good-looking girls that don't have great personalities. Is that what you're trying to say? Maybe. I I actually lost my train of thought. I can't remember what I was going to say. But the point is, uh, you know, even if you see a beautiful girl you're not always going to want to walk up to them to ask them out because, you know, sometimes, and maybe you shouldn't do this, but sometimes you can judge a book by its cover. No. Um, And it's kind of like, is this going to be worth my time to ask out this person? I mean, why not? What have you got to lose? I guess. Just time, I guess, going on a date with this person? You know, in this doggy dog (laughs) Narge Barker's got this uh, joke He's like, never have I once seen, you know, I've never once seen a dog try to eat another dog. <laughs> He's like, you know, we got this expression that is based on non-reality. A dog trying to eat a dog? I've never tra- see, I've seen a dog try to bite another dog, but I mean, I got to say, that's the laziest dog ever. I mean, look how much he left. <laughs> I mean, okay, whatever. I mean, this is going off a tangent. Uh, I don't... We might cut this out. It's just... No. Look, look, hey, listeners, if you haven't checked out Arj Barker before, he truly is the best stand-up comedian, in our opinions of all time, other, well, than, other than Brent Weinbach. I, I just think uh, Arj Barker is just so funny. I mean, really go check him out if you, if he you don't He really is. And he's actually very... I don't like clever comedy that makes... The I don't like. I want to revise. I used to think that I don't don't like clever comedy at all, but the formulation of his jokes is very clever. And also, he does say clever stuff, but he's always the. I don't like clever comedy where it makes the comic look like he's the winner or the smart person in the end. He's always he's always the butt of his own jokes. He's always the butt of his own jokes, which is clever. He does that cleverly. That's why. We laugh at stupid people because it's funny, you know. Right. Stu- stupid and, stupidity is is funny. Right. Actually, well, it's you know? even the the guise of stupidity because we know very well that he's the one that made the joke, so he's actually intelligent for making it. And that's what's so funny about it is the. Uh, it's why we laugh at Zach Galifianakis too. You it's know why I mean? we laugh at Zach Galifianakis. He says it's, these. It's this. 
It's this. It's just. It's it's, 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 it's a commitment. It's, it's a commitment to a character. It's why we watch movies. You know. It's it's an it's a complete oblivion to the idea that they're stupid too. You know. It's kind of like. It's almost as if they're pompous in their stupidity. No, know? but it's not just that. It's it's. I think what it is, it's they're committing to a character, and that's what's funny ultimately to me. Like in acting, you know, people who are good actors okay, but know how to commit to a is, role. This is, and a, uh, this is an episode for our comedy episode that we've been wanting to do, but we wanted to get the right guest on. But right. um, the point is of this small tangent is go check out Arsh Barker. He's hilarious. Um, so, uh, you know, dating apps, you know, I mean, you know, I, I will say also it's, another thing it's, about- it's very infrequent that like, at least for me, that I'll go out with somebody on a dating app because, um, well, it depends on the app. I mean, like, it, it's it's hard for most people to want to, like, say, all right, am I going to actually go out with this person? Now that I've matched with this person am I on the app, am I going to try to go out on a date with them? Um, that's, like, another level of uh, confidence that they need to say, all right, let's check out this person more and see if I really want to go out with them, you know? And, you know, it, it's it's almost as if you're going on an audition and you get past the audition. They liked what they saw, but going to the callbacks, it's like they delve in more deeply into what you're all about and you have to impress them on another level and it's a lot harder <sighs> in that sense, you know? Um, Here's another thing about these dating apps. You're talking about, I guess you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, Tinder is straight up based on judging a book by its cover. No, I didn't. You said don't judge a book by its cover. No, you said that. But when you're talking about Monage, you're like, I guess you shouldn't judge a book by a cover. But but then I said, I said, but what can I say? I mean, you do judge a book by its cover, you know? Well, in any event, like, I I mean, mean, what do these dating apps do? I mean, it makes people more... Based on the way somebody carries him or herself, like, that it's just, you know partially kind of what their personality is going to be like well to a degree here's the thing also photos are just liars basically i mean you're going to base you're going on a date with somebody off a photo that is not real well i will say sometimes though if their photos are consistent maybe they're consistently good at choosing correct photos well i guess which would reveal something about their personality maybe. that they care enough to look good enough for no like, that's so, no max you sometimes you can tell though i mean you can really tell i mean some people it's like I, I, then again some people are just not that photogenic i guess but for me and i know this sounds a little shallow i want whoever i'm going to be going out with i want them to be photogenic i mean I want them to be able to take. Okay, a good whatever. Picture. It's just making but, us all sh- more, even more shallow than we already are. We're swiping. We're just swiping okay, away. Okay, but that's exactly. We're what like I'm all, We're all like kings and okay, queens why, and palaces. Why, why are you going? Like, why would you go and up in, in in a? If you're in a subway train and you see a certain amount of girls in there, it's like you're choosing one potentially out of all these people to say, okay, this is the one I'm going to try to go out and ask out because I don't think the other ones are attractive enough or something like that, you know? Uh, no, it's more just like... Uh, no, that's exactly... Uh, no, it's more like this. It's like my attention is not even focused on that at all, and yet there is this one person that somehow managed to grab my attention, and I'm going to... Because of that, 
I'm gonna go ask that person. Same out. way, like a Tinder works, you know. No, but your the, the difference is your attention is focused on one thing. It's swiping whether or not. Whereas if I'm on a subway, I'm not paying attention, or I might be paying attention to people, but I'm not paying Are you attention. Kidding? That's all I do on subway trains. I mean, I know I, know, I should bring a book on the train. I know, but I'm not saying... I just sit there and look at people, you know? I, know, but, I mean, look at people picking their nose, which happens a lot. I know, but I'm not, I'm not paying attention to... I'm not thinking about, oh, let's see, who am I going to ask out today? It's more just like, I, you just naturally look at people when you got nothing to do on the subway, and, and you just are like, you know... And then if you happen, to happen upon somebody that is beautiful, and you're like, oh, I think I might try for this you know Ugh, and there's I, also this tension you're I like Look, you're this it's, it makes you actually feel I know, something again though i get still it not it's not you're not arguing why you're, i you're shouldn't just, do you're both just arguing things. you're just arguing why it's better you know to ask on somebody in person i know? guess part of it is i just uh, part of it is that i'm uh let's say i did meet the right person on one of these apps I guess part of me just feels like you don't want that. Oh, to. it's based on this thing that wasn't real in a way. You know, I just that that's part of my. Uh, it seems you unfortunate. Know, you know, you know. Back even you look at like Fiddler on the Roof, for example. You know, the woman is a matchmaker in there. They had these things for a long, long time. They had what they called matchmakers. You know, and it didn't have to. Not do in the, every culture. In you even look at like. Um, I guess Frasier actually the 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 final episodes of Frasier, you know, Frasier falls in love yeah, with matchmaker. the matchmaker. It, it basically, he goes to a matchmaker because he's you know feels I, de- depressed. No, like he can't there, find anybody. You clearly did not remember the episode correctly. Oh, oh no, I'm he's sorry. actually he, reluctant. He, he to he's do reluctant, it. but this woman convinces her to tr- to to convinces him to try it and it's actually the woman he falls in love with actually. I know but I but, think the reason but, why he's convinced by her is there might have been a kernel I know, of his attraction the point is implanted that, that in him which is why he ends up paying match, it's like a ridiculous amount $10,000 for a dating service matchmaking has always existed so it, it's not like it's an, uh, a new concept actually this just makes the internet uh, kind of work more for efficient you. more it, fi- it makes it more efficient be, by being on the internet i know but there's something even in those matchmakers oh it was a an actual person that recommended me to this per- other person you know what i mean it's like there's something there's always a human That's element not, to it so there's always a human element some of these dating websites like mash.com i think there is a human element involved in and it's more like just it, it's an easier way for these matchmakers to have a database of people that's why you have to pay for some of these sites because they're more involved in the matchmaking process, you know, than Tinder, which is really literally just swiping left or right. I mean, no, Nikki, there, there is. I know there's an algorithm. There, there, there's not. It's just. More, I don't even know about now. It'll just. Yeah, it'll just figure out. Oh, these things, these qualities match with this person. How many of these people? There is a computer. I know, element. but I don't know why? What you're there about. is a computer element, but. I think there's more to a computer element than in things like Match.com and JDate that cost more money. They cost money. You can't use it for free because it tends to match people who are more likely to be matches. You know, I mean, 
I think there's a reason why they cost something because they work better, I think. And, be, and I think they work better because there is a human element involved. Well, again, for someone like it's me, more I just, too. it's more thorough too. It makes me feel like, I know it sounds weird, but it seems like I didn't do any work. I, I, like I accomplished, I, it makes me feel less confident about myself. Okay, I guess, well, you know if I mean? you get to a point if you got to a point where you're like 40 and you haven't met like this person you want to spend the rest of your life well, with. Well, that's a different story. Then will you do that? Yeah. I mean, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I'm giving up if I do these apps, you know? No, you're not. You're just trying it out. It's not like you're making a final commitment to anything, you know? I know, but then what's the point? Just to see what's out there, you know? Again, what's the point then? What, what do you mean? It's like you're not making, you're not, it's like, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, just to see what's out there, you know I mean? I mean, like, I guess there, you could use it for just, if you want something that's more fleeting in a relationship. I mean, not nothing com, non-committal, you know, I guess you could use it for that reason. And it would just be kind of a, you know, a source of, you know, I mean, one could use it in that manner. Uh, and a non- you know, non-committed way. Uh, if that's that way, if that's what you're implying. Uh, but you know, even then, I don't know. There's some element. I guess maybe I'm thinking about it in a maybe a bad way for some people. It might be thinking like, oh, so are you saying the point even in just asking girl out is, is because it bolsters your confidence? I mean, part of it is that for me, you know, it 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 helps you know it makes me feel like uh not only makes me feel like i'm alive but it makes me feel like i just uh, uh, i'm still i'm so alive what's that pearl jam oh yeah right. you didn't know that i well, mean i'm not seeing it that well but well in any event i'm still alive there's just something alive. about uh you know just that you know, as I said before, I, it makes me feel good about myself that I, I went outside of my comfort zone. You know what I mean? On, and that's why I'm saying it's on a personal level. It's a personal thing. You know, that's I, why I'm not, I know, I don't, I'm not bashing you know, anybody else to it. About, here, here's another thing. Maybe this is exciting with you a little bit is we're just talking about asking out somebody random. The, ideally, you would meet somebody in a setting that was more natural than just getting up and asking somebody again, out. all of it's still a human element. Max, let me finish. Okay. Talk about interruption. Gosh, eruption. Um, you know, ideally you'd like to meet somebody that's either a friend of a friend or, you know, at some kind of social gathering and you just seem to naturally hit it off. You're, you're placed in a certain circumstance that, you know, you seem to bond. I with love this person. that situation. That's my favorite that kind of situation. The, that would be the most ideal situation to meet somebody because, in that way, you've gotten to learn a little bit about the person already, and you realize that you're liking that person not just for their looks, but also partially because of their personality. Um, and uh, so that's what, ideal. What's that's your point? You can, what does that have to do with the price of eggs? Well, let me show you. That's why people like to converse on these dating apps before they ask out each other because they want to make sure that it's not 
a waste of time to go out with this person. They want to talk to this person and see if there's any rapport, any genuine rapport or connection to the person through talking to them a little bit. Now, for me, as I've experienced, it does seem like going through the motions talking with this person. I, I don't really like talking to the person on an app. I want to talk to them in person, see what's going on with them in person. But sometimes you get, you, you kind of get the point right away. You're like, oh, this person might not have been worth going to meet up in person because they're, they're already like, you know, the way I've talked to them on, on the internet is sort of boring, I guess, you know? You've much already like had this a discussion. Com- much had like a, what you're you, saying, Raina. You've had a discussion with them already, you know? I yeah. think that's why people don't want Look, respond so you're saying all these things asked out. that are not, you're still, something matched them together to have a conversation, though, in the first place. Yet, not, not you with were Tinder. put, let's say you not were with at Tinder, it. something didn't match them. I know, the only thing I match them is the looks. That's different. I'm talking about your place. Let's say you're in a social setting and it's unexpected. You didn't even think you were going to meet that person today, you know, and it just happened. And it was, yeah, but it makes you feel like sometimes uh, you go to like, you know, people say, oh, weddings is a good place to meet a girl or something like that. It's like you go in to have fun at the wedding, but you also are like, oh, I might be able to meet somebody here too. Weddings. I think that's such a stupid thing I to think, say, actually, I know, just because there's a lot of people there. I you know? think, I mean, like, no matter what, even the other night, like, my friend invited me to this sort of cabaret thing. I'm like, and I was like, he's like, there's going to be free food. I'm like, all right, let, let me go. And I'm like, you think there might be any girls there that I, you know, that be good looking? That And he's like, yeah, there will be. And I was what like, what is your point? That was an extra added thing that push to make me go out what is your point him, though you know? that is it, it's still there's an expectation for me to be like or there's not expectation but there's a uh, there's the the realm of possibility for me always that in a social gathering i could meet somebody again you know? it's a social gathering and it's a human know, thing that is not human it's element not, it's your not, friend it's not an unexpected thing which is what you were saying it's more like oh i kind of expected no nope. something to it is unexpected, though. It is unexpected. You don't. You'll go there with the hope, but you don't. You go on a dating app with the hope, but it's always going to be mostly unexpected that you're actually going to meet somebody that you have a genuine, genuine connection with. No, but there's still the element. Okay, it's different for one because you're actually talking with the person one on one. You're talking with the person on one on one on OkCupid. I mean, what? no, face to face talking. Picture to picture talking. I don't know. What do you, what what do you, you mean say? picture to picture talking? No, you're not. Okay. Yeah, I know. You're talking with somebody face to face. Big deal. You're you're messaging with somebody, you know? It's different completely. Sure, it's different. But Are you kidding me? I, I know. It's different. But I'm just saying it's like you're still getting to know somebody that way, you know? I know, but it's not as well, actually, you know? There's something, uh, unless they were deaf, but then that's something you would even find out in their body language, you know? You know, body language is a huge part of, you know, an attractive quality. That's attraction to somebody, you know? Sometimes, though, body language can mislead us into thinking something about the person that is not true. (laughs) All the more reason that I am for human contact, because it seems that's another interesting caveat, you know? Again, I'm not arguing for dating apps 
over human interaction. Obviously not, you know, but I'm just trying to support the idea that you shouldn't just limit yourself. I'm to not that. saying I, I agree. I think everyone else. Every argument you're coming up with is basically when it comes down no, to you're stubborn. Actually. No, it's and not. You don't want to. You don't not, want to use it because you're not, stubborn. You don't want not, to use the dating apps because you're stubborn. Because, as I said before, and what you agree with me on was, let's say I did meet somebody on that, and I'd always know that that person was. I it, the, I didn't do that. It it existed from a non unnatural thing, you know. Okay, but you know what's not natural is the idea that you've done it multiple times, where you've gone up and asked out a girl on the subway. It's sort of unnatural. It's not unique. It's not a unique experience because why is that unnatural? It, no, that's I don't not, agree with you. How it's it's as unnatural as asking out somebody on the internet. It's like no, it's not. Yes, it is because you've done it. It's not like this is the one time that I worked What's up so, the courage to ask out a girl. What are you talking in, about? What you, in, in, <sighs> that I've never met before. You've done it multiple times, as our dad would say. You do it ten times. One time they'll say yes. You know, one okay, out of ten times they say yes. It's it's become so you know uh, systematic almost. It's it's like it's not systematic. It, I don't like. I don't have a game plan or anything. I'm not like, okay, I'm going to go to the subway at this hour and I'm going to do this no, right it, now. No, I know? know, but the idea is that if you do it enough, it's not. it becomes not unique and it becomes as... It is unique though because each, each, each moment is a unique moment, you know? It's a different thing, okay, you know? Okay, I mean, each person that you meet on the internet is different, a different person. You know? I know, but how are you arguing with me that there's, there is still something, I'm just viscerally trying to argue, feel, I'm viscerally feeling something when I'm actually I'm talking arguing, to that person. I'm arguing against you. Look, I, when you match with somebody, it's sort of an exciting feeling. It's like, oh, I've got a match here. You know, there's potential for something here. Maybe, you know, I mean, it's not like you're not feeling anything, you know? Yeah, but it's, you're not feeling the, Anxiety and the rush. Yes, you could be. You could be. I remember no, matching no. with somebody before and talking you, again, to our friend Jeff, and I was like, "Oh, what should I say? What what what's the first thing I should say to the person?" You know. You just said you had a match. You don't feel the rush of like, "Oh, should I or should I not go up to this person?" Sometimes right now? you see the, the person you're like, like I'm gonna click like or I'm gonna swipe right because I'm like, or you even see the person you're like, I'm gonna message them. I hope they respond back and say yes. You it's know? not the same kind of visceral it, rush that you get when you're like, oh, God, I'm I actually going to go up to but, this person because there oh is God, always the you're f- not arguing your point correctly. You're not arguing yes, your point I correctly. Am you're saying, oh, basically for you, you're, you're saying your, your requirement is to have this visceral response. Otherwise, you're not going to go up and ask out no, somebody. No, it's not that. It's... It's, there's a, uh, I'm just talking about how the, the things that define the situation I'm in are human and not, uh, they're not, they're not created by a digital environment, you know? I mean, it's not, a, it's not, but it's still made by humans and it's, it's, it's digital. Yeah. But it, it's also like. There's real humans on here, and you're I still like it. interacting with real humans, and it's it's just another way. It's like, um, say you were emailing somebody you've never met before for 
a show or something like that. How could you possibly think that's the same as... I'm not saying it's the same. I'm just saying it's... I'm arguing against you and saying that it's not... It's not as bad as you're saying it is. It's not I'm as, not saying it's bad. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying it's, it's bad. You're it's saying just, it's bad. It's it's bad. It's you're saying it's bad enough for you not to try. And that's yeah. what's stubborn. It's not stubborn. It's just more like then I you shouldn't email somebody ever uh, that you've never met before. Why? Because it's not. It's created by a digital environment. I'm not. Uh, I, those are for useful... What are you talking about, dude? I, I don't understand. That has nothing to do with my first encounter with that person, you know? And, and It plus, could be. But what are you talking about? This has nothing to do with... I'm just talking about... Something, it's different for dating, I, you know? that. I guess what it comes down to it is when, when intimacy is involved with something, that's one of the most human things that you can experience. And when something is... Uh, uh, when something is uh, created, uh, when, when, uh, oh, sorry. Um, it's actually insulting in a way to the people that have met and married people on these dating websites. It's like, oh, your, your love was created because of a digital environment and therefore it's unromantic. You're basically criticizing those people. I'm not. It's my personal choice. And if they're offended by that, they shouldn't be offended by that. They should be secure. Otherwise, then they shouldn't have gotten involved with that because they know why people think, you know, I'm not the only person that thinks this. I know, but what I'm saying is I think you're being closed-minded. No, listen. Uh, what was I going to say? The, there was... Uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, something... The situation I'm in was something that... Uh, uh, created that situation was a human thing you know there was some human involvement in there you know not to say that these environments that you are on on com- the computer or your or these apps aren't created by humans of course they are but there is an aspect to it that is definitely not uh it's like you're saying it's like a person who's a writer for a comedy series or for a play it's somebody who wrote the play as opposed to a person actually being in the play you're saying, let's say you're trying to spread your message to, to somebody through writing. It's much more of a challenge and a much more of well, a... Again, again. Getting outside not, your comfort you're zone. Not, you're, not, you're not like, this is so... Uh, this is like not pertinent to what we're trying to It is. Discuss. No, it's not. Why? Because I agree with you. Then why do you keep arguing with me on that point then? Because I'm... Uh, I'm I'm trying to make you I'm trying to convince you to be able to try out this, but you're not convincing things. me well. This is a be- then you're doing an, an, I think a I terrible am, job at okay, it. Okay, so the only the only way I can convince you is tell you that you're being stubborn and closed-minded and that's why. Like but you're not going to be receptive to that because you are closed-minded. You see what I'm saying? It's like there's there's no way to convince somebody of something if they're not open to being convinced about it, you know? Okay, so then we're at a moot point then. All right, fine. I mean, uh, it's like no matter what I say, it seems that you're just not going to try it out no matter what. Well, I guess, as I said before, I haven't, <laughs> you know, I guess I know you're, you're going to say don't think of it as a desperation, an act of desperation. 
but there's some part of me that doesn't feel desperate enough to do it. And I know it sounds terrible, but I just don't want to do it right now. Whatever, that's your prerogative. I mean, you're just, you know, technology has afforded you. Okay, then why don't you have a smartphone? For stubborn reasons. Okay. I admit that I'm stubborn about it. Okay, but clearly, okay, if you can admit that you're stubborn about it, what is putting you off then? I am naturally a nonconformist. I, I, it irks me in a, a weird way when I'm doing something that's trendy. And you know this too. If there's a feeling, I can't describe it, but it's, uh, it puts me off. But why to, this to, as opposed to, the, to, to with, why have this with opposed, opposed to other things? You do other things that are, because you it, have, you would, you have current, well, you would like to have a current laptop. Uh, you would like to have current technology. You embrace, you embrace all this program that we're using right now for recording this podcast. This is current technology right now. You embrace it wholeheartedly. Recording at home—that's a thing that's popular. There's, you know? there's something, something about smartphones that's cheesy to me. Actually, it's like genuinely have oh, having a smartphone. I've almost did it because my cell phone broke recently. My flip phone. And I was like, should I just use the smartphone that Laura gave me for Christmas a couple years ago? And I was like, I picked it up and I realized I will feel embarrassed walking around with this thing. Like I will, it will be embarrassing for me. Now, this is a whole other subject on, on cellular phone and, and technology. And Why will like it that. embarrass you? Because it's an indescribable thing where it's like no, there, I, you're I, just it's, it's not articulate it's enough. It's cheesy to me. Why it, is it cheesy? cheesy? You can't you can't just there say these, something is cheesy and not explain why. For the record, guys, yes, I don't can, have a smartphone either. You can say that actually. Sometimes things just sometimes there's always a reason, and just I think you're just not much. able to articulate it. Okay, what's the reason for you? For one, I just. It is a non-conformity th- conformity thing, but there's an associate. No, hold on. Listen, what? there's a certain association I see. While I understand that I don't need to use it, I don't like to be encumbered in my everyday life by things. I want to experience the world, Look, and like I don't want to have this thing that has. I I don't like all this one, data but on that's it. Not, Max, but hold on, I'm I have th- all uh, have a whole list of reasons, but I'm trying to get at the nitty gritty. I'm trying to I, tell you my nitty gritty. You asked me because, something. Stop interrupting. You asked me why I don't I, have but it. I know, but that's. I knew that that's what you're going to say. No, I'm not finished, but though. That's, can I explain? Because can I, I don't like having anything on me either. I hate having things on me, and smartphones are too big to have. Like, no, I don't like having it's not even about me. it too big. It's just when I'm saying unencumbered, I, this is a source of a plethora of information, and I don't want to be have this imposed uh, source of 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 an infinite information on me at, at a time. It, there's something about existing outside of my house in the world, the very idea. Okay. And I know you're going to say, that's not, that's can exactly I what I would have said. If that's what we were saying, can if I, that's what we were talking can about. Can I finish? And while I understand that, no, you could use a smartphone for the very, just for the few moments where you can, you wish your life was a little more convenient if you had the smartphone. But the, even in me just picking it up and making a call, uh, there's a certain association of just holding that. I just don't want other people to think of me as, as this kind of person. That's exactly what I said, basically. It's cheesy. That is not what you said. Yes, it is. 
let me get more. You just said you. You said I, that's I, what, exactly I said, what I just said. I said it's cheesy. I, I, that's I said, not I what picked you said. it up. I said I picked up the phone and realized I will feel embarrassed holding this in you front of people. Are not explaining yourself right now when you're saying yes, that I am. No, how are you not? But, exp- okay, are you let serious? me get further. Exp- exp- you're just saying let me explain I'm embarrassed. Further. Why are you embarrassed? There's, there's certain people in my life growing up that I've associated with being very quote unquote trendy. You know, there's look. There's I don't one person. Like, there's I don't, one person who I'm not I, opposed. Went Max to, is I'm, not opposed to one, things that are trendy necessarily. <laughs> just there's one person who went to elementary school with us, middle school, and high school with us, who was always doing trendy things, and it seems so phony to me that he was always doing these trendy things. And I think my aversion to conforming has somewhat to do with people like him in the sense that I don't want to be viewed as the same kind of person as this person is that I didn't like that seemed phony to me, you know, that seemed, uh, not genuine, you know? Um, I, uh, and so hold, that's what would make me feel embarrassed about holding a smartphone in front of people is that people are going to view me as another one of these types of people, you know, that, well, it's not even just that. They it's just it's it's also a representation of this sort of obsession of like of material things. You know, that's what the iPhone becomes because you know, I the association I oh, have with it is, is you a see really a topic. I guess for we should podcast. say I sh- we should save it. it. We should save it. It is a we are really drifting on the whole, a whole nother um, podcast right but now. The point is is that I don't feel the same way with. Okay, the point is, I actually you think you are... Feel, you I think, shouldn't feel the but, same way okay, about dating apps. Your argument was, though, that you were stubborn about it. While I consider your reasoning to be valid, though, is the thing, okay. on those smartphones. You still haven't... You still haven't... Uh, um, proven why you wouldn't try out dating apps I, as well. I just told you, though. I, I did, and no, you said, you oh, I guess not, you no, did. Don't knock it until you try it. No. Nikki, come on. You can't say that. I mean, you even talk about that with, why don't you do drugs then? That's not, that's not the same thing. That's why altering your uh, brain power, brain, uh, like um, chemistry. Somehow. I'm altering my, my methods. My, I'm altering totally, my human contact. It's not the same thing. You know that's not the same my, thing. My you, methods of human if contact. You compare it to drugs, that is just totally, that's like something a Republican would do, you know? That's like... It's so outlandish. Maybe I'm a Republican. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I mean, look, don't knock it till you try it. Be a Republican for Mm, once. Oh, my God. No way. No, to be honest, though, I don't think people... Now, that's something I'm stubborn about. Well, not stubborn about. No, I don't think people should knock Republicans just for being Republican. I think people should try and understand the other side a little bit better. Now, with that said, a lot of what that side, that constituency is all about is pretty ridiculous often. Uh, Republicans always seem to be... Behind the history. times, you know, they've all they're they're they they're on the wrong side of they're history. They're on the wrong side of history. They they're against progress. Well, and progress is inevitable. Well, and that that's is why being a progressive or liberal is. Uh, well, I would actually say progressive and liberal are not hand. They're in not hand. the hand in hand. But they're being not progressive hand means well, you're on the right side of history. You're, I, I think it's actually you're, different. Liberal real, liberalism actually is on the side of prog- progress. I think. More well, often, no, actually, that's more not often. more often than not. However, liberals, liberal as in the 
like sort of the uh, proper noun of liberal, I think has become something that can be very constrictive, actually, and, and can put, well, place constraints on people. Actually. It's very conservative, in fact, in, in the truest definition of the word, um, uh, conservative. And conservatives, uh, I, I guess that's why Republicans are associated with conservatism. Conservatism is, be, wait, conservatism, yeah, because, uh, it, and why we think they're on the wrong side of history is because they're conservative. They don't want to change. They don't want to change. They want to conserve uh, they actually want to preserve the time that they're in, you know? It's, it, instead of a conservative, we should be calling them preservatives. 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 Preservatives, preservatives yeah. Um, you know, so these preservatives are on the wrong side of history. You know, they're against progress, ultimately. Wait, isn't... Wait, how do you say condom in French? Is it preservative? Or, like, contraception, isn't it? I don't, I, I don't know. It's not contraception. I think it's preservative, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's what it is, which uh, is funny. I don't know. Because I, don't, I don't know about this stuff. These preser- preservatives, i.e. conservatives, uh, they're uh, basically are wearing condoms, which actually goes against what a lot of them believe, you know? Uh, or something like that. Well, anyway, you know, so therefore they're uh, ir- ironic, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just trying to just spitball in here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, therefore, ironative. Oh, you know? Now you blew it. You no, blew it. I didn't. You blew it. Um, so look, I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, look, maybe I am being stubborn, but there is there is a reason for my stubbornness, though. Okay, but. I just want you to admit that you're being stubborn about it. Kind of. It's just I. You keep. It's trying to convince me of these things, and it's yet because in your con, in your conviction, you're convince- not explaining. You're 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 always creating. You're always uh, in your explanation or your arguments. There's always an argument that's attached to something Look, that has nothing, has a computer element. I know, involved, but there's know? okay. There's just like nothing happening with you right now it's like why not try it out you know just see what happens you know just see if so in other words you're saying you're saying in other words why don't you try it out because who knows maybe you actually won't care about that in the end yeah exactly maybe you're right okay am i gonna do it though Probably not. Maybe, I'm just a little too lazy. Maybe. I'm kind of lazy. I don't want to have to deal with creating this thing. That's another thing. It's like I have to go about creating this profile and whatnot and what it was. Oh my god! And it it's seems really so procedural. Not. That also another element that takes me out of the actual world. You would do that with a matchmaker. What's your point? Who says I'll go to a matchmaker? Why not? I ain't going to a matchmaker. I don't want to pay somebody to freaking find somebody for me. That seems another re- It's like, I don't want to go to Matt. You know, I mean, it, you know, it's like, uh, I'll go on a blind date, you know? Whatever, man. It's like, well, why not? You know, it's just like, whatever. I mean, I don't know. It's up to you. But, you know, give it a shot. Garage over here. Okay, you know? so what's the final word here? The final word is dating apps can be good, you know, Um you can meet your significant other, you know, on them. You can marry that person. Um, and ultimately, it's just another way of meeting people. Um, now, is it more or less romantic? It's, it depends on what you think romantic is, what romance is. Um, and uh, certainly, it 
doesn't have quite the real-life um, basis for meeting somebody in person that, you know, and doesn't have that thrill factor involved that... <laughs> Which you're trying to argue against meeting, me for a long me, time about. Me, that's not what I'm arguing against you. You were about. arguing no, me that's about. That's not what I'm arguing sure. against you about. No, no, you were trying to use that as an argument is what I'm trying to say. Max, Clearly, ultimately, I'm sort of playing devil's advocate here, you know, in the sense you know, that you tr- aren't a very good advocate for I'm, the devil. Uh, I'm trying to... God, shut up. <laughs> what? It's like, you know, the way you're approaching it is no, no matter what. But no, it's I'm not. approaching it as if, okay, let's talk about the good things about it and let's try to really get down to why... what what's so wrong about dating apps and there's really nothing wrong about them for the most part i didn't say there was anything i didn't see i didn't say anything was wrong about them i didn't say that in the least and i and i i say why not try them out it might not be the ideal circumstances under which you would like to meet your significant other who says i'm looking for a significant who says i'm looking for a significant other okay if you aren't then that more the reason why you should try it out because it it really isn't a permanent thing then well but even in those non-permanent things there are certain things i want to experience i like my life to have experiences that are you know human all i'm saying saying? is there's something you shouldn't be close it's also me just it's like about me feeling confident if if this is not going to affect your brain chemistry at all um, in a in a significant way, like drugs would, if it's not going to hurt you in any way, then why not try it? You know, if something can't hurt you, then it can't be all that bad for you. Well, that's not true. I mean, I don't know about that. It can hurt you actually if you exclusively use dating apps. Okay, but that there's that's just like okay. That's just here's here's okay, an argument. That's just not a good argument. You know? Here's an argument. Okay. Let's say uh, somebody was only given the opportunity to only meet people in the real world. And let's say somebody had the option of meeting person in the real world and they had, and they had the option of meeting them through dating sites. The person that has only the option to meet somebody in the real world is more likely to try and ask somebody out, uh, a stranger out. That's not true. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Some people could just be single for the rest of their li- their whole lives. They might not even try. They might give up because they can't meet up meet somebody. You know. Uh, maybe you're right. But no, what I, I guess I'm I just trying to. Sir Isaac Newton died alone. No, I guess what I'm trying to say is oh, because who, he didn't have the opportunity to. He didn't have. the That's internet. not true. He might have visited prostitutes' houses and stuff like that. Or but, yeah, but that's not what. You know, and what are you talking about? Who knows about his life? We don't know nothing. I'm all. I'm thinking. Oh, this is about the theory of history, by the way, and that's a whole other thing, which is like we have these written records of people's okay, lives, well, and just, we don't really we, know what happened in their lives. Okay, you know? but I've know we've known people who have died alone. You know who? I'm not going to say, but I I've n- known somebody that has died alone. Yes. Who? I'm not going to say. Oh, maybe I know somebody, but in any event. What I'm trying to say is... And it's kind of a sad thing. Um, what I'm trying to say is the person who is... You won't think that somebody that has the only the option... Let's say, okay, here's an example. Let's say somebody has... Uh, they can, Let's say they can only meet somebody 
in life in the real world, you know, and they saw that person, right? And let's say somebody had the opportunity to meet that same person either in the real world or they had the dating website to do that. You think they would choose the dating website to do that? Or do you think they would try and do it in the real world? Check, check this out. You saw somebody in a production that you were f- fascinated with. You thought she was really beautiful. <sighs> and I'm not going to say who, but you're like, you wanted to ask out this girl and you didn't get an opportunity to do it. To do it so you used uh, social media to try to get in contact with this person. And well, I had no other option at that point. Okay, but you Look, used technology to do it, which was which you know, I basically know. when afforded the choice, you will use it. You know, but okay, here's the difference, though. I actually saw her. My first inter, my well, I wasn't interacting with her. But my first instance of seeing this person was in in a real setting, though. Now, I will say though, the whole hypocrisy of my argument is. I did couch surfing before when I was in France and, uh, you know, I was flying by the seat of my pants during that time. (laughs) And, uh, but I met people through a technological advancement and, uh, I am forever grateful for that actually. Um, it made it a lot easier for me to meet people actually, and actually to find places to stay. And because I found those places to stay, I actually met a lot of people that were cool through that. Um, so maybe I am wrong in the end. You know, I don't freaking know. To be honest, I, I guess maybe ultimately I just, there is something about it that just rubs me the wrong way when it comes down to it. That's my final word on it. And I explained have to rub yourself till I'm way. blue in the face. Uh, blue in the butt till you're blue in the balls. Yeah, maybe I will have to rub myself oh. until you're blue in the balls. No, that's that doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. No, you actually rub yourself to so that you you know basically you ejaculate and so you won't be blue in the balls. No, that's the whole point. But you will until you're blue in the balls, and but you're because you because you're so constrictive, you just will cut it off there, and you'll just be blue in the balls for the rest of your life. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? That's that, what are you talking about? That doesn't make sense. That would be like, well, anyway, I'm not going to get into Imagine this. Imagine having blue balls for the for the rest of your life. That would be uncomfortable. That's an interesting thing people came up with to say blue balls. Uh, uh, but I will argue that until I'm blue in the face, though, and blue in the balls, uh, that I don't know. There is something inherently uh, less human to me about dating sites and I guess ultimately I just I feel like I'm once I get to the point of going to dating sites I do feel like I'm giving something up somehow I hate to say it but that's my personal feeling on it and I hope those who use dating sites aren't offended and you shouldn't be because clearly you could just think that I'm wrong you know if you think that uh, uh, if you think maybe you just think I'm wrong and Okay, well, uh, that's so. The final uh, word no. is, and maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe I am wrong. The, f- the I don't final know. Word is I'm just I, uh, dating. Apps. I'm busy anyway at these times in my life, and I just uh, it's not it's not a pressing matter on me. And that's a, another reason why I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to deal with 
these dating oh, sites right okay. now. I just don't feel like Anyway, the, the final word is dating apps and websites. They're ultimately a good thing, but they might not be for everybody. Sure, I'll agree to that. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Tune in next time.